Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and this week's guest is Katie Brock, owner of Haven Wellness and Spa. Their mission is to provide a calming, wellness-based environment where individuals are encouraged to reconnect with their body and energy while deepening their self-care and healing practices. Katie and Haven have been named one of the best massage therapists in Kansas City by numerous publications. Here to talk all about the importance of self-care in her own wellness journey is Katie. Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential. Super excited to have you on. I have been to Haven, as you know, a couple of times and loved both of the service that I got there. I did the infrared sauna and a 30-minute massage, and they were both so relaxing. It's always nice when in times of stress and you need those moments to yourself and relaxation. So it was a great short getaway mentally and physically from my day-to-day life. So yes, yes. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. That's what I aim to provide and everyone there. That's kind of our mission is to just have a space where people can come and just be and have no expectation on them and just come as you are and yeah, have a little pause from all the chaos and the stimulation in life. So yeah. And so just kind of wanting to ask you, you know, what is your background yourself in terms of a massage therapist and what led you to become a massage therapist? Yeah. So I was born in Kansas City, grew up in Raymore and had a job ever since I was 14, but I just worked in food. I really didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do. I didn't really like set out knowing that I wanted to be a massage therapist or even be a business owner or anything like that. You know, had a vague kind of nudge that I wanted to be in healthcare and help, you know, people feel better, but I didn't really know what that looked like or what avenue to take. Um, At the time, you know, my, like my understanding or my resources at the time led me to believe that you know, healing and health happened like in a hospital setting and, you know, it was very kind of Western. And I was like, okay, so, you know, I toured at a hospital and the sparks did not fly, like nothing really clicked. Um, and so I just kept working and uh, just waited for, you know, my passion to kind of find me. I kind of just trusted that it was going to. And so, yeah, I kind of, I had an injury when I was like 17 and I did physical therapy. And when I went there, I was just completely blown away by like what they knew about the body and what they could tell me. It was like magic to me. I was like, how did you even know that? Like, how can you tell that I'm hurting here because of something over here on my body? You know, it was like this new language to me, honestly, and it completely lit me up. And I was like, okay, there's something there, you know? And, um, but I, I didn't really feel pulled to like do physical therapy and, you know, become a physical therapist and go through all the schooling at the time. I wasn't a stellar student in high school. I definitely, you know, didn't love, didn't love that the whole like environment of school. And it just wasn't really something that I thrived in um, until I did go to massage school and things changed. Then I was like 4.0 and, you know, like never missed a day, but that's because I was like really passionate about it. So things changed, but I 
like wasn't always super kind to my body and like didn't treat myself like I didn't always prioritize my health or wellness at all um it was quite the opposite um and so it wasn't really until I started to prioritize that and then sort of go down the whole path of my own healing and found like holistic practices that really spoke to me and really helped me a lot and like just kind of come to peace with my body and like start to treat myself well and massage therapy was a a part of that and so that's what kind of really opened my eyes to wow I can really like actually see myself doing this and this is what I've been wanting to provide other people I just didn't really know what that was and it was at the time I know now is because I like hadn't you know been there myself yet so that's kind of uh what led me to massage therapy and like I actually um received energy healing first before I'd even received a massage which is oftentimes kind of in the same realm as massage like a lot of massage therapists offer things like energy healing and stuff too so um that's really what kind of opened up that whole environment for me and what started to really connect the dots with like my own holistic practices that I was incorporating too. You know, it sounds so obvious the importance of taking care of your body and prioritizing your health, but for a lot of people, that thought is really on the back burner or not a thought at all. And I think especially through the pandemic and a lot of people having time to refocus and reevaluate their lives and understanding, okay, our health is it's what keeps us going. We have to take time to prioritize ourselves and how our body's feeling and be more in tune with anything you have going on in your body if it's it external, internal, whatever. And I think a lot of people through the pandemic really that had a shift in their mindset with that, because again, it seems so obvious to say, well, of course, you're going to take the time to always think about your body, but life gets in the way and people are busy and it's hard to constantly have that mindset of, okay, how do I prioritize myself within the realms of my life and what works for me? And in finding that. So that's great that massage therapy led you to that path and being able to say, okay, you know, this, this is what works for me because people have to find what works for them. And as a customer of massages, <laughs> I love massages and anything in terms of being more in tune with my body physically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really easy to just kind of gloss over our, how, how we're doing physically and mentally and all the things I think you know, we can live day to day and literally not check in with ourselves. Like, how am I breathing? Like, how am I feeling? Do I have any pain? Like, am I stressed out? Am I anxious? For me, like any type of body work or, you know, even meditation or just slowing down for a minute, like anything mindful tapping into your body is a huge gift because you learn so much. And like, yeah, for me, it helped heal my relationship with my body and how I viewed it. Um, So like, even in massage school, just learning all the physiology and, you know, the anatomy and like how our bodies work. It's beautiful. And like, I just allowed me to see my body in a new light and to not see it as something to, you know, nitpick or like, you know, focus on our appearance and things like that. And what we don't like about our body and really celebrate like what our body actually does for us every day. And like really helps me just step into self love and be compassionate with myself. And yeah, I think it's really important to be mindful of that. Like, how are you talking to yourself and um, to check in with your yourself often for sure. And so when it came to starting your own business, what gave you the push to open your own business? It was really like, as soon as I 
as soon as the light bulb went off, that massage was my passion. And I finally kind of found that. And it, I felt like I had purpose. Like I instantly knew I wanted to work for myself and own my own business. It wasn't until that point though, you know, um, which was really cool and also scary. Cause I was like, I have no idea how to do that, but like, that's just what I was feeling like called to do and what felt right. So yeah, through massage school, that was kind of my, my goal after school was to start my own business. And, um, I did shortly after I did work at like a chain massage place as an employee for like three months waiting for construction to be done at the place that I ended up starting my business at. But if it weren't for that, then I would have jumped straight into it. Um, I did start, you know, my LLC and like I got, I was kind of able to get everything on the back end rolling while I was waiting to actually get into the physical space, which was cool. And then, yeah, I just started, just went straight in for it. And uh, my three-year goal from that point was to have a wellness center and pretty much right on the dot of three years in is when I opened Haven and that was three years ago now. So I'm, I'm almost seven years, like I'm six to seven years into my journey with, you know, uh, entrepreneurship. And now, yeah, we've been, been at Haven for three years now. So yes, I was going to say congratulations on recently celebrating your three-year anniversary at Haven Wellness. And I wanted to ask, you started Haven Wellness shortly before the pandemic hit. So what was that like, you know, just starting this business and then the global pandemic, the shifts you, you had to make? So what was that like for you? Yeah, really scary. It was really um, very uncertain. And like going from a really small operation of just, you know, renting a room and running my business and just having my clients and that was it to, you know, now I have 2100 square feet and all these rooms to fill and it was already a really big leap and that I was kind of just trusting and leaning into in the first place. And then, you know, you do prepare for the worst with a new business. You're like, you know, what if this happens? What if that happens? But a pandemic is not even on the radar. Um, and I like to think that I'm a planner and I prepare, but like, you don't think about that. Like you don't anticipate something like that happening at all. And so, yeah, I mean, I started, I was completely by myself, um, just, you know, with, with a dream and, you know, my fingers crossed basically like build it and they will come. Like, I just knew the right people would be attracted in that it would, it would work out. I love it too much for it to fail. Is kind of how I was, you know, that's what I was hoping for and feeling into, but, but yeah. So then, you know, six, not even seven months later, um, the shutdown happened and it was really difficult because obviously I touch people for a living. And at that point I did have, you know, um, a couple of practitioners in there with me. So I wasn't completely alone at this point, but all of us were in person, you know, healing based, like physical, you know, services. So we're like, okay, well, there goes our, our income. Our livelihood is just we can't do it now. And so that was really scary. And I remember at first being like kind of nudged, you know, from our, like the massage community saying that like, you know, we should probably make the intentional call to stop seeing clients right now. I remember when it was like, let's stop for two weeks to flatten the curve. I don't know if you <laughs> remember that, but it's like funny now. I mean, obviously nothing about it's funny, but kind of was just crazy how it actually panned out because I'm like, I just remember locking the doors and like a tear falling and like, what am I going to do for 14 days without working like I couldn't even fathom and then a few days after that was when they they uh, administered the 30-day shutdown and I definitely had like a panic attack in that moment like what what does that mean like how do I actually navigate this and what does this mean for everybody and obviously not just from like 
the lens of my work, but just like every globally, like just everything, just life as we knew it was completely different. And so, but yeah, after I kind of like, you know, calmed down a little bit, I was instantly pivoted, like, okay, what am I going to do? Like I have, my expenses aren't going to change. Like I didn't get any kind of like break or anything, you know, um, they stayed the same. And so it was like, what am I going to do now? And so I instantly like got my sewing machine out and I started sewing rice bags, like therapeutic hot and cold rice bags. Cause I used to sell those when I first started my massage business and had to stop because I I just got too busy. And so I was like, okay, well, I could do that. And thinking I would maybe sell like 10 and I sold like 100 and like was delivering them. So like shout out to everyone who bought one of those. Thank you so much. It really did make a difference. I also like I was pressing flowers and framing them and like just creating, you know, in different ways. That was really helpful, not only to have like some form of income coming in, but also just like my mental health was like saved by having, you know, something to do and to have that kind of purpose too. And feeling like I was still contributing and helping people. It did give me space and time to really like get caught up on some things in the back end of the business, which is always nice things that I'm I'm not always able to like have my attention or awareness on. So I, you know, am grateful for that. But yeah, it was definitely, definitely, um, rough just not knowing when we were going to be able to return and what that was going to look like for our you know businesses but I'm I it was really great to come back obviously and to like you said earlier after the pandemic people were you know our priorities have shifted a little bit and I think more and more people were actually like forced into having to care for themselves more than they were before which you know, the way we got there sucks, but like, it is good that more people are moving to like the top of their list versus always being at the bottom. And they were like, I actually have to like prioritize how I'm feeling mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, all that. So I think more people started implementing more self-care practices at that point. And, you know, we were definitely there for that. So it was good. Once our doors reopened, you know, we were definitely not short on clients. So as you said, you be able to come back and reopen your doors. And not only did you just reopen your doors, but you have been recognized by The Pitch, Massage Magazine, Yo! Magazine, Kansas City Magazine, and City Lifestyle, which is huge. You know, congratulations to you and to the success that you and Haven Wellness have had, because not only did you open right before this pandemic, this unknown time where, you know, as a small business owner, there's so much uncertainty to be able to come back and to say, now, not only are we back, but we've been recognized by all of these publications for what we are doing and how we're helping helping people. So how did that feel to be recognized? And what do you think makes Haven Wellness so different from other massage therapies? Yeah, so thank you. First of all, um, it's always kind of weird when you get recognized, because I'm kind of like, Oh, me? Oh, okay. Are you sure? Like, I don't know. Um, It's kind of I don't know. I, I don't like to feel like I'm, you know, bragging or shouting from the rooftop or like tooting my horn or whatever. But I'm like, well, technically, like I didn't name myself. (laughs) I'm not going around like I'm the best, you know, which like if you do, that's cool. Like, I think you should believe that. But um, yeah, so it's always a little bit like strange, but obviously like a huge honor. And I'm always very honored and just excited to be recognized. I think especially the best of Kansas City, like I just love first of all that they have that because it does put a lot of awareness into businesses that you wouldn't necessarily like be aware of um, otherwise. And so I'm always really grateful for the new connections that come from just the recognition. But yeah, it brings, you know, new, new awareness to the business as a whole. And I think what is different 
different about my approach um, is that I am very like client centered and healing focused and working like with the body. And a lot of places or a lot of massage therapists are maybe not from that sort of paradigm of thought of like, oh, I'm going to like force the body into relaxation and I'm going to like just do what I think is best for your body and not really like listen to the client, which is a huge issue for me. And it's just never how I have approached body work because I do see it as like this. It's a very like sacred, you know, thing to me. And I know the impact of it. And especially like for people who have experienced any type of trauma, which we all have really, I mean, trauma is just anything that happened too fast that we weren't prepared for. And we didn't know like how to handle it in the moment. And it's not necessarily necessarily like what the event was but it's how your body has reacted to it and time doesn't heal all wounds you know like it definitely stays in the body and so things like massage therapy can help reframe you know how your body is relaxing and how it is if it feels safe or not and so these are all things that I'm like very intentional of when it comes to working with my client and like creating that space that they can step into and just feel like, okay, I'm safe here. I'm accepted here, you know, because there isn't always places like that. Sometimes, you know, even in people's own space, they don't, they don't have that feeling. Um, so I think it's really important to be really aware of that when you're working with people's physical bodies and their energy to be very aware of that and to empower the client to like advocate for themselves and you know let them know this is your time here this is your session like I'm here to help work with your body to help you know achieve wellness and achieve some peace and just a moment to yourself and you know some pain relief like for people with chronic pain you know that's they may not ever really see a window like without pain besides their, their time on the table you know and that it means you know everything to them which means everything to me so I think that the approach is is what is very different and like I didn't really set out to have like a trauma sensitive approach or you know body positive approach like it wasn't like that was my like business plan that was just how I naturally like because of my own lived experiences, that was my lens. And so that's how I naturally approached body work. And it wasn't until I started kind of receiving these like recognitions and stuff like that, where I was like, oh, okay, something, you know, and my, my schedule was, was filling up like crazy, crazy far. And I was like, what's different about this? You know, like it wasn't intentional, but I did, you know, quickly realize that how I do things is different. And um, yeah, I'm obviously really like grateful for that for that and um I think I'm pretty intuitive when it comes to body work and it comes to like energy and working with a client and then I also have this like kind of intuitive business sense and so that has definitely helped because most people or a lot of people have one or the other you know and so it's nice to have like both that I can tap into and have yeah that structure for sure to, to build on and to make a foundation for the business so yeah. And one of the things that I loved about my uh, latest visit to Haven Wellness was I have a very, I have a very tense back. It's something I've dealt with since I was in my preteens. I come from a family of bad backs and, you know, I've had situations at other places where I've gotten a massage and it's just, you know, you feel very like on the clock of the massage therapist. If you're two minutes late, well, okay. If you get an hour massage, they're going to cut back the time or there's just a lot of, okay, you know, 
get on the table when you're ready. I'll knock on the door and come in. And there's just not a lot of, uh, I don't know if customization is the right word, but one of the things I loved at Haven was I got there and it just was like instantly relaxation when you get in. And that's part of as a customer coming in and getting, you know, a massage for whatever reason, whether it's physical or mental, the point is to have a moment to yourself and feel relaxed and be able to just kind of melt on the table and just get into a Zen zone, essentially. And, you know, I've had some experiences where I had a massage therapist ask me during the massage and said, Oh, you know, what do you do to help your back? And was asking all these questions. And I said, I, at the time I was doing yoga three to four times a week and the massage therapist said, really, you don't feel like you do yoga. I said, well, I I do. I do it three to four times a week. And you know, you never want to like feel bad about yourself. But this massage therapist went on and on about, I mean, I'm just your body doesn't feel like you do yoga. And it was kind of this like, what am I supposed to say to you? Like, I'm telling you what I do. I understand my body is tense. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm getting the additional help. And and then after I was given like all these tips and tricks of what to do, and it just felt very like, do you really take care of yourself? And it was kind of, I don't want to say a slap in the face that might seem too harsh, but it really was kind of this moment of like, I walked away feeling like, was I judged from what my body felt like? And I was here to just, again, have that moment of, this is my time to relax and let my mind kind of drift off and just have trust my body in someone else's hands who knows more about the body and muscles and everything like that than I do to, to help me out. And so again, that that's all to say at Haven, there's, there is no sense of that. It's really just being able to come in and relax and just know, okay, even a 30 minute massage, 60 minute massage, you know, this is your time to, you know, do you want the light pressure? Do you want hard pressure, medium pressure, whatever it is, just to kind of customize your time for yourself and get to that place of relaxation mentally and physically. Yeah. I hate that that happened too. I I'm so sorry that, I mean, and I honestly, like, I wish that that was, I wish that it was a rare occurrence, but it's not. And so that's definitely like going back to what sets us apart is like how, how we treat our clients and how I train our, my, you know, therapists. And like, we don't take that trust for granted. Like it is extremely vulnerable to be on a table with a, a, you know, new person and maybe you're new to massage maybe you've like, yeah, experienced a negative experience with massage or just another instance where you felt unsafe in your body or you felt like you're, you were being judged. And like, that is what we carry every day. Like we face judgment every day and we don't need that when it comes to our healing. You know, we need the opposite, a safe container where there's no judgment. And that's what we aim to create, you know, every time you're in. I think that's great. Like I said, it's when you're in a vulnerable position, you want to feel like your body is being trusted in the hands of of who you're with. And you and all of the massage therapists at Haven definitely off, offer that. So what in, in general, in terms of owning a business, what are some of the struggles that come with that? A little bit of everything, you know, um, I would say that like my biggest struggles have been just work-life balance, to be honest. Um, and I know I'm not alone. I'm sure all the, like all the small business owners are like nodding in agreement with me, but that's definitely been something that I've had to be extremely intentional about when it comes to like boundaries for myself and for like my own self-care and my own mental health and wellness is just like, you know, because I love, I love what I do so much. I'm so passionate about it that I could literally do it every minute 
moment of the day and which is a beautiful thing and it served me well but it has also caused me to go down like an unhealthy path of burnout of like feeling super overwhelmed because you need balance you know and so that's that's definitely what I have to be really intentional about and I have to give myself like a cutoff period like in a day or in a week and just realize that the to-do list is never going to stop and it's always going to keep growing um and so I have to you know, kind of release and surrender to the idea that like, oh, but if I just do a little bit more then like, I'll get closer to the end because yeah, the end isn't really real. (laughs) It's an illusion. So definitely that. Um, And definitely also just like I built the business from nothing. And I, I do, I've done every single aspect of it. Like I'm very, very hands-on still within the business and like managing, um, you know, my employees and also managing the team as a whole at Haven and, you know, the social media, the marketing, the networking, everything. So I been difficult to kind of release some of the uh, trust into other people and like delegating. And that's been new for me having our shop has been open for a a year now. And so I, you know, with my own clients and stuff, I'm, I'm not able to work those hours. Obviously I needed to hire someone on and take over a lot of the things that I don't have the capacity for. And um, trusting someone with like our clients first experience in and you know everything like that everything is so important to me that it's hard because the real you know it, no one else is going to care about your business as much as you do and that's okay you know it's that's a, that's the reality of it but finding someone who like is passionate in what they're doing and they are love it and can you know nurture the business and actually want and be invested in its growth too and be invested in the client's experience and things like that. That's really important to me. So luckily I have, I have Bonnie shout out. She's, she's amazing. So I'm really, really grateful for her and just the Haven team as a whole who can kind of help here and there. That's been really helpful to take some things off of my plate so that I can, you know, have a little bit of a healthier balance in my life. And then also like be able to actually have energy left over to pour into the growth and the new things versus just feeling like I'm always drowning in where we are. You know what I mean? that's been that's been a struggle but it's been a beautiful thing I would say a struggle is just like having endless decisions that I'm completely unequipped for like (laughs) to be honest like I said don't have any formal you know business education and there's no like you know manual for this there's no blueprint so it's just literally trial and error it's just learning from your mistakes and um, you get really good at failing but it's it's all good you know you do really helps you kind of surrender some control because really it's all just a learning experience and you just you know kind of hold on to what is working and try to just build off of those little pieces at a time so I think that people like see the wins of a business and they see the highlight reel and they're like wow it's just this like straight trajectory upwards you know for this business and in reality, it is nothing like that. And like every win and every, you know, growth period comes with its own new pain points and struggles. Owning a small business, I think a lot of people just don't realize how much hard work and dedication and like the 24 hour energy that entrepreneurs and business owners have to pour into it. And I think a lot of, I mean, look, I love Shark Tank as much as like the next person or (laughs) just like in general, I feel like a lot of things on TV and social media, I don't want to say skew like what the business owners do, but obviously you can't in a 
10 minute segment, share all of the struggles that business owners go through. And so I think sometimes a lot of people are like, oh, it's so easy. You just like set up a website and here's your thing or here's the concept. Okay, great. Now, like, where's the success? And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, in general, I mean, that's honestly why I even started the podcast was because after talking to so many entrepreneurs and just really understanding how much time and dedication and like asking what does life look like outside of like owning a business, a lot of business owners will say there's not a lot of separation. That's the hardest part about owning a small business is the separation in itself. Because if you're not there, you're probably thinking about it. Or if you, mm-hmm. when you are there, you're thinking about, okay, what's next? And it's kind of an all encompassing, you know, it's like a snowball that just keeps, keeps rolling and keeps getting bigger. Yes, absolutely. And I think with myself, like I'm always raising the bar on myself. And so I've been trying to like take pause and, you know, celebrate the like victories along the way because versus just rushing through it and being like, okay, well, what's next? And like, how can we go bigger, better? Like, how can we improve all the time? Which I'm that way with myself and my own like self-growth and development. So like naturally, that's just how I am with my business too. But yeah, it definitely, you know, a never ending sort of thing. And it, I'm not a parent, um, but it feels like similar because like you said, when you're not there, you're thinking about it and it feels like, you know, you're always, it just feels like the attention that a parent would have, like you can't separate it. That is is a part of you now. And it's just like a small business is just a piece of my beating heart. Like that people that's there for people to experience. Like I can't separate myself from it. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) When you are able to take moments for yourself, what are you typically doing and what are you doing for your own self-care? Yeah. So I definitely have to, you know, practice what I preach and, and walk the talk because I talk about it all day with clients and, you know, people just how to best take care of themselves and everything like that. And with having such a heavy load and 90% of my time, if not more dedicated to the business, I have to do what I can to keep myself well enough to like keep up with it. So, and I haven't always been the best at it at all. Like there's definitely times where I haven't, you know, I've let it plummet and it definitely shows and I've been burnt out and I have, you know, health flares that like force me to break. And so I'm learning, okay, if I just keep myself, you know, as well as possible, then I can sustain myself and just have an overall better quality of life. But yeah, I mean, I definitely like my favorite things to do are my own self healing still like I I love to go to events like group meditations and just like spiritual events like just, you know, hanging out with that community in Kansas City and um, refilling my own cup. Um, I love being in nature and just kind of recharging that way. Um, I spend a lot of time with my partner Maverick and our cat and my family were very close. And so that's, you know, just being intentional about the people in my life and the, um, the food that I eat and the practices that I do and making sure that it all supports me, you know, in the best way. And that's where my focus really is, is, is with work. And I invest a lot in just my well-being and everything like that. So you mentioned earlier that you are from Kansas City. You obviously currently live in Kansas City. So what are some of your favorite things about Kansas City? Yeah, my favorite things would be definitely just the community, um, especially like the small business community. I love, you know, I'm grateful for this podcast and for you for highlighting the small business community and giving 
you know, us a platform and um, a spotlight because it, it makes a huge impact um, and just helps us, you know, get connected with other people. And everyone is just very supportive. And, you know, to those who go out of their way to support small and shop local and everything, like it really does make a huge impact on our local lives and our local just economy. Um, and yeah, I, I love our plant-based food options. I'm like primarily plant-based. And so I love, I love that we have access to that and have grocery stores that I can go to. Like, I'm always grateful for that because I know not everyone even has that, you know? And so I definitely do not take the food that we have access to for granted. If there was anything you could change about Kansas City, would you and what would it be? I guess a wimp for this or whatever, but the roads stress me out, to be honest, like driving. (laughs) And maybe it's because I've been, you know, in Overland Park for the past like six or seven years. But um, whenever I'm driving through the city, like it just is kind of chaotic for me a little bit. And like, there's just parked cars in the right lane. And I'm like, oh, okay, got to get over really quick. So things like that. But like, honestly, it's minor and Kansas City is definitely home. And like, I know when I was younger, you know, in, in my like angsty days, I was like, I can't wait to leave. You know, I'm going to just go somewhere else. And uh, as I got older, I realized like, oh, I actually don't want that. Like, I actually really feel at home here and I feel very grounded and like my roots are here and that feels very good to me. So there isn't really anything big that I would change I was the same way I Kansas City and just used to count down the days until I didn't live here anymore and just thought who would live here there's nothing to do and obviously moved back and have been here for number of years and have just learned through a lot of getting myself out of my own comfort zone and realizing how much I love Kansas City, but really having to push myself to not do the things I was always doing growing up or going to the same places I was going to growing up and just being able to kind of put on a new pair of glasses, I guess, and just like see Kansas City through a different lens through that found how much I loved it and continuously finding new places that I love and always finding new things to do. So amen. I love it. (laughs) I know the holidays are coming up. So do you guys run any like holiday specials or anything you would want listeners to know uh, about Haven Wellness that you guys have coming up in the near future? Yeah, so we will definitely be having some fun specials in the shop, which we feature a lot of local Kansas City vendors. And our shop is like 99% small business. um, And most of that is local. So um, it's really helpful to come and, you know, keep your money in Kansas City and support these local vendors here. But we have all things like metaphysical. So crystals and some, you know, meditation tools, uh, tools to deepen your, you know, healing practices and self-care practices as well as just, you know, cute apparel and jewelry and things like that. So um, definitely keep your eyes out for the shop specials. And we will probably be having a special for the sauna um, as it gets a little bit, you know, as we get into the really cold months and the sauna just starts to sound more and more attractive. So I would say that for sure. Um, We have a lot of providers within Haven that offer different discounts on, on, you know, gift certificates and things like that too. So um, it's nice to, if you don't, if you have someone, you don't know what, what to get them. Um, a gift certificate is a good way to go because the Haven certificates can be applied to any provider here. So if you don't know if they're going to be into energy healing or psychic reading or acupuncture or a massage or just, you know, shop in the shop, then they can kind of spend that as they please. And so that can be a nice like universal 
gift idea for sure. Um, and as the holidays approach, I know it's um, very stressful for people. And so, you know, prioritizing yourself even more around those times, um, we're, we're definitely here for, for that for sure. So what tips would you give any listeners who are maybe at the start of their wellness journey and are trying to figure out what works for them or figure out, you know, I need to be more in tune with my body or I just something needs to change. I'm trying to figure out what to do to go about it. So what tips would you give to, to anyone who might be feeling that way? I would say that listen to just listen to your body. And I know that that can also be difficult, you know, if you're just kind of starting that, but like, if you start feeling nudges of, you know, this doesn't feel good anymore, this, this, you know, this does feel good, whether it's like an activity or practice or, you know, food or movement or whatever, just listen to those little nudges and try to honor them as best you can. Um, That's your, you know, your body communicating to you and your intuition speaking to you. And so I feel like that's your best like North star. That's your best guiding post is just your own body and listening to yourself. When it comes to seeking guidance from someone else, I would say definitely make sure that you like resonate with them and make sure that they are practicing the same things that they're teaching others, you know, they're living that and that they're embodying it and that you see something in them that, you know, you might want for yourself. Like if someone's really at peace with where they are, they they seem to, you know, have be stressed, you know, have less stress or just whatever, whatever it is that they, you know, have maybe more spiritual connection and you're wanting to grow that, like definitely seek out people that are, that have what you're looking for and that feel very warm and non-judgmental and approachable. And I think that you'll, you'll do fine as long as you just keep honoring yourself for sure. Yeah, I think those are some great tips. It's surprisingly hard to listen to your body when it's telling you something. Another thing you feel like would be so easy and something you wouldn't have to think twice about. But even for myself, I enjoy being really active, but I've had to try to figure out what are things I enjoy doing. And I think just being able to listen to your body and finding out what suits you and what works for you. And everyone's different. You can't, I can't copy your wellness journey. You can't copy mine and, you know, goes for anyone else. You really have to find activities and mental space, whatever it is that work best for you. Yeah, it's so true. Healing is not one size fits all. Like everyone is so individualized and sometimes it sucks. Like I love running, but my knees don't like it. They just, they just don't. So I have to, I mean, I just have to either really limit it or just not do it at all. And yeah, it's, it is hard when it's things that you love and that you want to do. Um, but there's always something that you can find joy in that your body also feels good doing. So, and I think you touched on something really important is not to look at someone else and saying, well, it's working for them. Like, maybe if I just do it differently or work harder, go at a different way, it'll, you know, yield the same results and I'll love it too. You know, you can't force it and just not, you know, try to not have guilt around that either of like, why isn't this working for me? You know, why don't I feel good doing this? And, you know, that just translates to your body. Like, thanks for talking to me, but I'm going to completely ignore you and, you know, make you do it anyways. Then you're just like limiting that, that communication more and more each time you ignore it, you know? And so at each time you listen to it and you honor that and support it the best that you can, then it's going to, you know, the communicate, the line of communication is just more open. So you're going to be able to listen a lot easier the more you do it for sure. Absolutely. Kitty, thank you 
so much for being here and taking the time to talk to me and share everything about wellness and Haven. And I know you offer a variety of services. So could you go over uh, some of the services that you offer? Yes. So we have massage therapy, we have cupping therapy, acupuncture, psychic readings, energy healing, uh, sound healing, oracle readings, nutritional therapy. Um, We have an esthetician, so she does facials and waxing. We have the uh, full spectrum infrared sauna. So I know you had mentioned um, using the sauna and and really loving it, which I'm so, so glad you loved it. Our sauna is different than like a steam sauna where it's like hard to breathe or anything like that. And it's not just um, just a heat sauna. The, the full spectrum infrared has near, mid and far infrared wavelengths. And so near is going to treat skin conditions like eczema, psoriasis, you know, aging, things like that. And then the mid infrared treats your soft tissue, pain relief, tension relief, arthritis, inflammation, soreness, you know, it's really helpful for like post-workout recovery, muscle tissue recovery, things like that. And then the far infrared treats you on a cellular level. So like your cellular detoxification, um, your cellular level, like regeneration and um, your lymphatic support. So your immune, you know, your immune system, your nervous system. So kind of helping regulate the nervous system, getting you into a more parasympathetic state versus like fight or flight. It's the same kind of benefit that you get with, with massage or acupuncture, things like that, that help shift your nervous system into a calmer state. The sauna does that as well. And um, it's a very like comfortable way to receive this type of therapy versus it feeling like you're miserable and you're, you know, dripping sweat and it, no pain, no gain. Like that's definitely not our vibe at Haven. So um, I love the sauna for that aspect as well. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. For anyone who has not been to Haven, I highly recommend going to your website and taking a look at the services you offer and obviously booking services. I have loved what I have uh, experienced so far. I'm excited to kind of continue to experience more services. And uh, yeah, again, I just want to thank you so much for for joining me and uh, for for coming on and talking to me. Yes, absolutely. Sari, thank you so much for having me. It was it was a pleasure to connect and get to talk about Haven and a little bit about our journey. So thank you for having me. Be sure to check out Haven on Instagram at Haven Wellness OP, and you can find their website and a list of their services in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Casey by Sari, and we'll see you next week. Ooh, hey, hey, Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential. Hey. Kansas City's best. Ooh, Casey Confidential. School papa pira papa pa Casey's Confidential.